0: Tyler. Oh, hi. Have you watched Succession yet? Yeah, no. Oh. Actually. I, okay, so here's my fucking problem. I have the okay. first season. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry, I to sneeze. there. Hmm. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I had the first season. Yep.
1: I got all the episodes except for one, one second season. Okay. And I can't get that fucking one episode. It's like episode three of season two. Can't get it. It just doesn't work. So I don't want to, I know I'm going to enjoy it and I want to be able to binge the whole thing, but because I'm missing one
0: fucking episode, I haven't started it yet. I wonder if I have it. I don't. Anyway okay i'd like to watch succession i just haven't yet okay
2: so the producers came out and basically said that uh they're doing five
0: seasons and that's it which i'm all right with that yeah i'm okay with a with a like a concrete plan to
2: end a show yeah that's what i like about it is like they're like hey we got a plan for five and we're doing five
1: yeah, so. but not not necessarily. There is a plan for seven with Ray Donovan and they fucking
2: still capped him at the goddamn knees. True, but it is HBO. Yeah, HBO is usually pretty good about letting people finish their stuff.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
2: And it is a very popular show. So Fair enough. But yeah, like it's I I I always like when they're just like, Hey, this is this is it. This is
0: what we're doing. And then that's the end. So see so, ya. Yeah. Which is also good news because you know, there's three more seasons. so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so yeah. Well, it says here a maximum of five, but possibly more like
0: four. Oh, okay. So
2: maybe it seems like they've got the end in their mind and they're like, yeah. we're not sure if this is four or five, but... See how it runs out. Yeah, which I also think that's very cool if HBO is like, yeah, do four or five. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah. It's, it's a really good show. I'll be mm-hmm. excited uh, when you actually check it out. Because I think season three is coming soon, I think?
1: Yeah, I saw in that article
0: that they're just finishing season three. Damn. Yeah. I'm all right with this. hmm In other news, Good Omens got picked up for a second season.
2: Yeah. Did you ever watch that one?
1: It's on my list, man, and it actually at one point was high priority, and I don't remember what happened, but it just kind of got like shuffled down to the bottom of the list.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I've heard very good things about it. Yeah, maybe I'll bump it back up near the top, or maybe yeah. I'll just
1: wait till the second season and I can just burn them both.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking now, because like, I like Neil game and stuff, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like.
2: Good for this show. I mean it's Amazon, they seem pretty decent about not yeah, canceling stuff, so
0: Well, aside from Utopia, fucking dicks.
2: Oh did, oh yeah, that's right. They cancelled that.
0: But yeah. I uh
2: Yeah, I've been meaning to check this out and yeah, I'll probably just wait and binge both seasons when it comes out, so mm-hmm. I've heard very good things about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, not a whole lot on that, but it's just interesting, great, because the first one was based off the book, and they obviously ran out of material because they covered the whole book in the one season there, so this is all going to be, like, new,
2: newly oh, written it? stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know they did, like, the whole book is one season.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, Amazon is uh, doing a Dwayne Johnson movie called red one written by chris morgan i don't think they give us uh, plot details but i'm assuming this is an action movie
1: yeah it's gonna be mindless stupid action if it's the same guy from hobbs and shaw
2: yeah which i i still haven't watched hobbs and shaw so i don't want to
1: <laughs> what you'll watch the rest of those junky fucking furious movies but you won't watch hobbs and shaw yeah fuck hobbs and shaw Wow, that doesn't
0: make
2: any sense to me, but... Any sense, yeah. I just have no interest in those characters, I guess, but... I mean, I'm down for a dumbass doing The Rock action movie on Amazon. I'm all for that. So... I don't know, we'll see. It's being described as a trotting four-quadrant action-adventure comedy. So, based on a holiday, so that sounds real dumb. Oh boy, and I'm Dad, kind of wait. I'm all
0: for it. So, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, good for Amazon. But good for the rock man.
2: Keep adding fat stacks to his fucking bank account. Yeah, that dude's career is kind of crazy. I remember, I don't know. You ever read if there was an article about? It was like kind of right when he was taken off, and it was an interview with him and his agent. I think it was the agent that is, like, based on Ari and Entourage. Okay. And they were talking about how they structured his career and how, like, fine-toothed they got it to, like, maximize how much money he was making. Where they were talking about how, like, every movie he's in, he, like, wears a piece of Under Armour because he gets paid a fuck-ton of money for it. Oh, really? And, like, they structured, like, deals like that where it's, like, okay, The Rock is going to be in your movie. This is... He's got to wear this. And, like, how they, like went about his career and like how strategic they were. Like, it's kind of crazy. Mm. Like they made like a huge like plan for like how they were going to
0: kind of launch his career. And then they did it. And now look at him. So yeah, no kidding. It's Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Money on money on money.
1: Yeah. I never finished it. I only got the first two episodes in and then I, don't know. I think I just got distracted with everything else, but it looks like Made for Love's getting a second season.
0: Yeah.
2: Which I'm happy for. Mm-hmm. That show's pretty cool. It's got, like, Black Mirror vibes. Yeah. But with comedy. Yeah. So. And I
1: like Kristen, Christine Kristen Malati a lot, so.
2: Yep. <clears throat> and, like, I won't spoil anything because you haven't finished it, but they absolutely do, like, end the season where it's, like, okay. They're setting up, like, a, a season two.
0: So it's it's nice that they're actually greenlighting it. So. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. all right with this. That show kind of came out of nowhere for
2: me and I was like pleasantly surprised by like. How well it was.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. That's got Ray Romano. He's good in it. Yeah he is. In the few episodes I've seen anyway. Yeah. And we got uh, Antonio Banderas doing a movie, or no, a limited series. It's a six-hour limited series called "The Monster of Florence: A True Story." And this seems all right. It relates the extraordinary real-life inves- investigation
2: carried out by American fiction writer. Preston and Italian crime reporter Spezzi into one of the most riveting and notorious serial cases in European history. Oh, man, this is just going to be
1: fucking rife with subtitles. I'm already losing interest. Is it? Are they saying? No, but I mean, just think of the present, like what the fucking premise is, who's directing it and who's starring in it. Like, you're fucking crazy if you don't think this is going to be in Spanish.
0: True. True. I hope it's not I mean it could be wrong
1: hopefully I'm wrong but I feel like it's definitely going to be a a subtitled fucking series
0: yeah what has Antonio Banderas been up to I haven't seen him really in anything yeah I have not even the slightest idea
2: I want to say the last thing he did was like some minor movie where he was trapped in a mine
1: Oh, yeah, the 23 or something like that.
0: Yeah, which I don't, I never watched it, but. I didn't watch it either, but I heard it was decent. Yeah. What? Looking at his IMDb and it says Uncharted. He's, is he in that Uncharted movie? Maybe. Sure he, he is. He's totally playing a bad guy then. Hmm. I think that's, that's a total bad guy part. Huh, weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, I hope this isn't subtitles, because if it's not, this sounds cool. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So in other news,
1: though, Ozark, they just cast Veronica Falcone and Ally Stroker for season four.
2: Yeah. Which, I'm alright with this. I just want that season to come out already.
1: Yeah, I don't really... <clears throat> At this point, I don't really care who the casting is. Like, the cast could stand, like, very well all on its own. But given that the one chick is uh, the villain from Queen of the South, I'm guessing she takes over is, like, the new talk to this person with the
2: cartel. So they're saying Falcon um, will play Camilla, the sister of the drug cartel leader. Yeah. And then they're saying the other person is... And then Ellie Stroker will
0: play an old friend of Ruth's. So hmm. sure. Yeah. I just want them to hurry up and do this because that shows real good. Yeah, just give me the new season
1: already. You mm-hmm. fucking keep throwing cast people all you want. I don't care. I just want the season now.
0: Yeah. And reverse the decision to do two parts. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. And we got uh, Timothy Oliphant, Justin Cornwell, join uh, Tom Hardy's Netflix thriller *Havoc*. Mm-hmm. Which, all right, drug deal gone wrong that centers on a bruised detective who must fight
1: his way through a criminal underworld to rescue a politician's estranged son, while huh? unraveling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy that in Snares his entire city. So it sounds like your typical fucking cop drama fucking action movie. But But it's
2: it's got a good cast. It's done done by Gareth Evans, too. So the dude that did all the Raid movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And should have some good action scenes. Yeah. And he also did that Gangs of London TV show that I talked about a while ago. Yeah. Still haven't watched it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this is that kind of action with a movie... In this cast like sign me up i really don't need to know more yeah so like yeah their netflix action movies seem to be pretty good so,
0: so yeah yeah they've done really well with them so far yeah i can't really say anything about all their other movies but Hmm. Yeah. okay so let's
1: talk about the elephant in the room here Mm-hmm. How in the fuck is John Lithgow coming back as the Trinity Killer in the new Dexter season? I don't know because he got ghosted real good. Yeah, I don't like he's he's fucking dead. Flashback is like the only
0: thing I can think of. Some sort of flashback. Yeah, I don't. I
1: don't. don't get me wrong. I, I love John Lithgow, so like I'm yeah. I'm into that idea. But it's like, how do you bring him back as the fucking? As a dead guy, I don't know. I guess
2: to be fair, Supernatural does it every fucking season, but. But also, Supernatural is Supernatural, not a very grounded show about Dexter. Well, maybe the new season's going to take a supernatural standpoint. Maybe they revive him. No, no. We already got one (laughs) bad ending. Don't fuck up the other one, too. You never know, man. It's (laughs) just. the showrunners saying they've concocted a pathway for the Trinity killer to come back. That works within the larger Dexter narrative. Well, I'm just, I'm genuinely just curious how she plays out. It's like, don't they show him like getting like real dead? Yeah. Like Dexter, just like, I don't remember how he dies, but like, I'm pretty sure Dexter, you see this guy die. Well, Maybe he's got a
1: twin brother and Dexter killed the twin. No, no. No. Just spitballing ideas here. I Or maybe enough time has passed that Trinity Killer's son just happens to look like John Lithgow when he ages and
0: Maybe. I don't I don't Uh, fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm just it's happening, so
2: Yeah. I'm they seem to have the right idea with like this extra season. Where they kind of want to fix everything. So, like, I I have faith that they'll do it right, but it's also really weird to bring him back. Yeah, super bizarre, but it is what it is. But, I mean, if you're going to bring anyone back, John Lithgow is probably the one because it's John fucking
0: Lithgow. Dude's amazing. I'm
2: just waiting for the announcement that they bring back his
1: sister.
0: Oh, have they not announced that? I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything about it. But I mean, bring her back like she's
1: still alive. Oh, right. Like maybe somehow when he dumped her body into that fucking storm, it gave her a shot of adrenaline adrenaline, and she swam to shore. And she sought medical attention and they revived her. Swam like
2: 20 miles to shore? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure, why not?
1: Yeah. It turns out that his, uh, his wife didn't actually die in that bathtub when Trinity Killer killed her. Yeah. The police got there just in time and they actually, or Dexter got there and they revived her, but they wanted to put her in a witness protection and she's, she's still alive. Yeah.
2: Fuck it. Just bring back everyone that died. Yeah. The cop that just says motherfucker. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah, Everybody. Yeah. Fuck it. You just straight up go supernatural. Mm-hmm. Bill,
0: this is a supernatural spin off. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I just want to see this. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of waiting. Yeah. So remember that uh, Elizabeth,
2: uh, Elizabeth Banks cocaine bear movie? Yeah, the movie I don't even give a fuck about. Yeah. Um, It added some
1: people to the cast that are actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on here. We're like Carrie Russell, Ray Liotta, O'Shea Jackson, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Alden Enric. Yeah, like that's a good what? cast. Yeah, these are like legit fucking people that are going to star in a movie about a bear who eats a bunch of cocaine and then has a fucking heart attack.
2: Like, somebody please explain to me what's happening here. I think the only way this movie works is if they do it kind of a la, uh, like, Tiger King's Tale, where it's like this ridiculous story. Kind of like, something like that.
1: These are some big names to get a bunch of people to play in, like, a fucking mocky spoof story, though
2: yeah and they're saying for the script that it's like a character driven thriller yeah so this is where i'm just confused yeah
1: i mean the movie's called cocaine bear and the fucking whole plot of this goddamn movie is a bear who eats too much cocaine and dies so like how do you do a character driven thriller about this Well, I wonder whether it's all about a fucking bear eating cocaine and dies, or it's a very small part of the movie, in which case cocaine bear is a fucking terrible title for this movie.
0: Okay. I'm just like Googling, like the story of cocaine bear. Like, is there something? No, we looked it up the one time. Did we?
2: And is it just straight up about a bear that overdoses on cocaine? Yeah. They fucking drop
0: drugs in the wrong spot. A bear finds the cocaine, bear eats cocaine, end of story. Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out because this cast is all right. But there's got to be something to it if all these people are fucking signing on. Yeah,
1: I don't. I I
2: I got nothing. I also would have said that about Pierce Brosnan
0: and Justin Theroux. Um, Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah. So Love
1: Calf is done.
2: Yeah. Which is super disappointing. That show was cool as shit. Yeah, I've been meaning to like get into the rest of it, but I mean the nice part is like the first season is a fairly contained story, like it resolves itself at the end of it. hmm So it totally works as like if you call it like a limited series.
0: Yeah. But it's... I, I, watching that, I was like, I want to see more weird shit in that universe. Um, yeah, and it's... I mean, do they say... Why? Oh, it was originally designed as a limited run. Hmm. Well, that makes sense then. So, yeah. Yeah, I, it's... I would have wanted to see more of that, but I mean, if it was a limited, then
2: there you go. It is what it is. I suppose. Yeah. I will say it is a very good limited show.
0: People should watch it. I think that's it for our very short news week. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of news. So what were your thoughts on Black Widow then? (laughs) I liked the action. I did not like the plot. Mhm.
2: I thought the plot was super weak and kind of dumb. But I thought the action scenes were very cool. Yeah, I... and I really like uh the sister. Or I want you? Yes, I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, she did a really good job. Like her and uh oh, the dude from Stranger Things, David Harbour. David Harbour? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both, like, they were the standout to me, which is weird, because you'd think they would be Scarlett Johansson. One would think. But it wasn't. Like, at least for me, like, I found those two people I cared about and liked seeing them on screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I felt like the... Okay, so spoilers for people. I thought that the whole plot of, like, you can't fucking attack this dude because of his scent. What? Yeah. Yeah, That's that was... fucking stupid. Yeah, I didn't... I I didn't care for that either. And then she circumvents it by just slamming her nose on the table. Like what?
0: Yeah, that was pretty fucking stupid. I was like, "What is this?" I didn't, um I didn't like that at all. But
1: but I guess that was like my only like major gripe with it. I did I did think that was fucking incredibly dumb. But. Yeah, Yeah. the the action scenes were good. There, there definitely were some plots. Like, did you watch the fucking after credit scene?
2: Yes. Which is, uh, but I, I did. But now I'm blanking on what it actually was. It was Florence. It was Florence Pugh, like the sister at the grave of Scarlett Johansson, and then that girl from Falcon and the Winter Soldier is like, you want to kill Hawkeye? Yeah, right. Whatever,
1: Julia Louis Dreyfus. Right. So I wonder. I think this would have made would have been far more interesting had they released this fucking movie on time because then you would get that, that post credit scene where she shows up and goes like, Oh, Hey, like I'll give you a chance to kill the man responsible. And then everyone's going, wait, Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Like, who is she? What is she doing here? And like, how does she work for her? Like, what is this leading to? And then Falcon and the soldier comes out where you actually get to see her and introduce herself. And she's basically running like, a fucking underground superhero fucking ring and recruits like dickhead captain America. Right. And I felt like that would have been a nice transition, but like having seen, like it still makes sense, but like it wasn't as exciting as a post credit scene because this came out after Falcon and the winter soldier. So we already know who she is. We already know what she does. So like, I don't know. It took away some of the excitement of that post credit scene to me.
2: Yeah, and I wonder I wonder if that is all, like, because they're doing that Hawkeye show, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's going to be the plot of that. She shows up to try and kill Hawkeye. I wonder. It could be. And then they inevitably
1: go like, oh, hey, we're on the same team. I'm also wondering, like, a few questions arise from that. It's like, okay, how does she know that Hawkeye is the one responsible for killing her? Like, she obviously wasn't in the fucking Soul Stone. No. She was not there. So no. like, how does she know what went down? And like after everything went down, Hawkeye, like tells everyone that she that fucking black widow sacrificed herself to get the soul stone, and he was pretty heartbroken and like heard about it. So where in the fuck is Julia getting this goddamn information where she's like, "Oh, actually, what didn't happen is that Hawkeye killed her, and now you must <laughs> try to prevent- save her.: Yeah, yeah. Like, why, like, how would she fucking know that? I, I don't know. So it just raises a lot of fucking questions I don't have, or that I want answers to that it, I probably will
2: never get, but... Yeah. Yeah, I also thought it was weird, like, the the whole, like, word that movie fits in the timeline is also kind of weird. Like, doing that... Like, doing a Black Widow movie, like, post-Endgame, and then, like, kind of fitting it, kind of, like, after... Civil War? Yeah. Where it's, like, this weird thing, like... It, yeah it's a weird place to have it mm-hmm. but
0: but yeah uh, well yeah
1: because yeah, it's like not only is it weird but then that post-credit scene the fucking timeline placement for that is super weird because you have black widow which takes event a place after the civil war events after the whatever accords where everyone's on the run that's when the whole movie takes place and then, then you the- get to the end credit scene which obviously takes place after fucking end game and infinity Ward. Yep. Infinity War,
2: yeah, because they're like standing over Black Widow's grave or whatever. Yeah, so. so
1: now you already have like a weird entry as to where the movie timeline is, but then your post credit scene timeline is like even more fucking weird because it's like after everything. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was a it was a a weird choice for me. Yeah, or weird thing.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah, like I, I overall like I
2: I liked the action and stuff and like the the, the sister and, and the dead like I thought they were great mm-hmm. but like I've found the general plot like kind of just dumb just, Like yeah. this this is way more dumb than I thought it would be and like I get it as a comic book movie it, but
1: <laughs> it definitely goes near the bottom of my list of like favorite Marvel movies
0: yeah yeah which so. is
1: it's unfortunate because I yeah. fucking was like, I've been waiting a fucking year for this movie to come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty let down. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. hmm And you checked out
1: Mythic Quest. Yeah, that's like my new favorite fucking show right now. Okay. God damn, is it good. I've been meaning to check it out. So. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. It is so
2: fucking good. And On, so, like, all fucking fronts. So this is the one about, like, the video game developers? Is
1: that yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they partnered with... Ubisoft? Yeah, I believe it's Ubisoft. Yeah. To, like, use fucking... Actual stuff. Game clips and shit in the show and stuff like that. But, like... So I knew it starred Rob McKelney. McKelney? Right. From It's Always Sunny. hmm But it's also... Like, written, produced, and created by him and Charlie Day. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, a lot of the guys who are, like, behind It's Always Sunny are now behind this fucking show. Oh, okay. And there are characters from It's Always Sunny. Like, I don't know. Did you watch It's Always Sunny? I've watched some of it, but not all of it. Oh, you're fucking savage. I know. So, there's the one character throughout It's Always Sunny, Cricket. Okay. Who's, like, a priest. And they kind of fuck with him and is like every other season like something else happens and like his character he goes from this like holy priest all of a sudden he's homeless and then he's a drug addict and now he's like a fucking drug addict bum who's missing teeth and like his character just goes from this like holier than thou like this very I don't know sanctified character and then throughout the progression of that series he's, he's like has this massive fall from grace that like every season he shows up in you're like how could cricket's life get any worse and it no. just keeps getting worse? Okay. Anyway, he's in the show. He's one of the main characters, the guy who plays this cricket guy. Okay. But it's got it's got a lot of like very it's always sunny kind of humor to oh, it. Oh, okay. okay. Like the one offs and the one liners and just that like I don't I don't know how to explain it. If you like It's Always Sunny, you're gonna like this show because they like hit with that kind of fucking humor a lot. But then it's also got the nerdy aspects because they're talking about fucking video games and like all this other stuff. But it doesn't like like the whole plot is about games, but it's not like so focused on like if you weren't a gamer, if you didn't give a fuck about video games, you would still thoroughly enjoy the show. Right. Like it's just that funny. Like it's akin to the league. Like even if you don't give a fuck about football, the league is still an incredibly funny show and you don't need to know or watch or care about football to enjoy the league. That's kind of what Mythic Quest is. You don't need to give a fuck about video games or know anything about it or even play them to like thoroughly enjoy this show. But then they do some like really interesting stuff where you get a couple episodes where it's just this like crazy fucking humor and sometimes some really dark humor and you're like laughing out loud. And then all of a sudden they'll just do an episode where it's like a a side episode where it's, it's related to the whole Mythic Quest universe but it's not like a direct continuation of like the previous episode. It's like, like one of the episodes in the first season was a flashback to a couple who created a gaming company together. Okay. And one of them's played by, Oh man, what's his name? He's from new girl. Oh, the
0: main dude in new girl. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of his name for the life of me now. Anyway.
1: Jake,
2: jo- Jake Johnson.
1: Yes. So it's Jake Johnson and the chick from, that we were just talking about, Kristen Milotti. Okay. So it's them. And they, like, meet in a in a video game store in, like, the fucking 80s, and they're talking about games and stuff like that, and she talks about how she always wanted to make one, and he happens to be a producer, so they make a gaming studio. And it's just, uh, like, a whole, okay. like, one-hour episode of them, like, getting together, falling in love, creating this game studio, and then like finally getting someone to buy their game, the studio becomes successful, and then they like grow closer and closer, and then they just start growing apart as she wants to stick to the vision, and he's trying to get more people to play the game and get more money, and it eventually ends in like their divorce, and then like the episode ends with them, you know 30 years later, they haven't seen each other in 10 years, neither of them Uh, are part of this game studio, and they just Happen to run into each other in a video game store and kind of like reminisce. Like, it's a very drama and very like romantic episode. Right. It doesn't really, per- like, there are some, you'll find out later in that season, <clears throat> they kind of reference those two people oh, but in okay. a very vague way. But, like, oh, okay. they just do this episode where it's like not really has anything to do with like the main fucking plot or the main story of the season. Okay. But it's just, I don't know, it's just so well put together. I, I crushed both fucking seasons in like four days. Oh, really? I fucking absolutely love that show. I can't believe it's taken me this long to sit down and watch it
2: because it is so good. It's been on my list for a while and hearing you talk about it now, like I'll probably bump it up. Cause I've- like, it's, it's just, it's so funny. It, and
1: like Rob's character in that show is so goddamn funny. And like, I've always been on the, on the edge about these Apple TV shows. Cause I'm like, fuck Apple tries to be overly progressive with some of their shit. They try to like force feed this narrative down a lot of people's throats. And so I was always hesitant and then I watch
2: it and I'm like, oh fuck, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking that too. Cause I, uh, I've been watching a few more of the Apple shows and it's like, I, as much as we've shit on Apple TV, like the more I watch it, the more I'm like, all of these are great. So, yeah, like, it's, like, turned into, like, Apple used to be just the thing we shit on to now, like, hey, actually, like, maybe all of their stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. So, because, like, I haven't seen a bad one yet. Um, no,
1: me neither. Like, I, I've heard for a while that Apple's, like, motto is quality over quantity. And That definitely plays. It's, it's starting to fucking, I'm starting to see it now. Like, having watched the few series that I've seen that are Apple TV series, I'm like, okay, I get it. This definitely yeah. is quality over fucking quantity yep. and like mythic quest knocks it right out of the fucking park because it hits you on all levels it's like primarily a comedy but you get your comedy you get your drama you get your suspense you get a little bit of mystery like it's it's such a well-rounded and well written show that i'm like I, i'm kicking myself that it has taken me this long to finally watch it
2: yeah, I'll probably bump it up on my list because the other day, actually, as I finished an Apple show and I was looking at all their other stuff because I was like, I'm going to check out more of these. So I started acquiring a bunch and I was like Mythic Quest was on the list and now hearing you kind of rave about it, I'm definitely going to check it out. Cause-
1: yeah, it's it's phenomenal. And like the way that they shoot it and stuff, like like I said, like going from all this interesting comedic stuff happening, then all of a sudden you just get this like very deep and emotional backstory episode that normally i would be like i don't give a shit about this i found myself like just right in and i'm like oh this is okay unrelated but like i'm super into these two characters and then it that episode ends they go back to the main fucking plot and i find myself sitting here going like well whatever happened to those two like are they ever gonna pop up in the series like Uh, you would think they'll reference them at some point if they dedicate an episode to it and they, they did, and they, they referenced them, like, later on in that season. And then they did a whole other backstory one, too, about one of the main writers of the show. Like, the writers of the Mythic Quest game. Okay. You'd recognize the guy, I can't remember his name, but he's, like, he was an, a science fiction kind of writer way back in the day, won some awards, and then became, like, a burnout bum. Okay. And then Ion is the main character played by Rob. But when he builds the game studio, he finds this guy like at a fucking medieval carnival or some shit and is like, oh, you're CW, the famous writer. I love your books. Will you come write story for this game I'm developing? And then like in the second season, you get like a one hour episode kind of backstory to him. Like when he was younger, funnily enough, played by uh, Big Head from Silicon Valley. Okay. Okay. Who did a phenomenal job playing a young CW. You kind of get to see like where he came from and like what his vision was and how he became who he is. And then it just goes back to the main story again. Like it's just, it's very well executed on all levels. I'm like, hmm.
2: I can't say better things about it. It's phenomenal. I'm definitely going to check that out now because it was always on the list and it was always seemed like right up my alley. Like, Hey, a comedy style show based on making video games. Yeah. Sign me up. I just haven't yeah, checked it, it out. So it's so fucking good. I will add it to the list. That's good to
1: know. Yeah. But that's really all I fucking watched was Black Widow and Mythic Quest. Alright. I watched some stuff. Yeah, I see that. Shit
2: nine looks like. <laughs> yeah. So okay, are you gonna watch are you gonna watch it? Eventually. Okay, so I won't spoil anything then. Um man, that movie got real dumb. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I've um, seen
1: the other fucking eight, so I can only imagine how fucking stupid this one is. I saw a trailer clip somewhere in passing where they were wearing made, like homemade fucking spacesuits on a fucking car hell strapped yeah. on a rocket and I was hell like yeah. Oh my
2: fuck. Fuck yeah. Yep. Yep. It's definitely that. Um it, it's real fucking dumb. And they ramp it up and like I enjoyed it. Like it was the exact thing that I wanted to. And I will say that is also the first movie that I saw in a theater in like a year and a half. And I thought that was the perfect movie to go back to. Because it's just dumb fun. Like, the way... And so, they kind of break the fourth wall in that movie and kind of admit how dumb it is during the movie. And it's kind of fucking awesome. Where they actually kind of start like slightly fourth wall referencing how dumb it is that kind of like makes it even better that they recognize how dumb it is and they don't care (coughs) yeah it's it's real dumb um and they really ramp it up they make vin diesel like fucking superman there's scenes where he's like picking people up over his head and fucking like snapping them over his knee <laughs> and yeah it's uh yeah it was it was a good time um i think we know i love my dumb actions so yeah probably very apparent i i probably like it more than most um but yeah it's uh yeah although okay so this isn't really spoiler because it's been shown in the trailers but they bring that hand guy back it's mm-hmm. like the fan favorite i thought how they like the backstory of how they brought him back was kinda dumb, like dumber than I wanted it to be, um but that was kind of my complaint like I thought that was kind of sloppy how they brought him back, but well, you can spoiler alert and say it if you want so, okay, so like you know uh, <clears throat> the Mr. Nobody character, like but Kurt Russell, yeah, so it turns out he was like watching Han all along. And, like, he made it look like Han actually died in that crash, but it actually wasn't Han. And I was like, what? Like, he secretly recruits Han to, like, help with this fucking thing the terrorists want? And I was like, that's... I kind of wanted that to mean a little bit more than just fucking... That character doing it. But... At the same time, that whole movie's dumb as shit, so... I mean, I can't really complain too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, an, I don't, I don't even know what to fucking say, man. <laughs> yeah, y- y'all, yeah. Once you watch it, you we can talk about it more. But yeah, that movie's real dumb, in in all the right ways, in my mind.
0: I believe that. So I, yeah, yeah. I would not say too much more other than like it's It's dumb fun. So, and then. <laughs> So I finally decided to check out the Purge movies.
1: Yeah, like fucking way too late in the game.
2: Yeah, so I had never seen them. And uh, those movies are fucking awesome. They're just bloody, violent, dumb, yeah. fun movies. Yeah, uh, that shit was right up my alley. I don't know how it took me so long to watch these. Yeah, and you watched them just in time because that forever Purge is out now. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Which I think that might have been why I started watching them. Because it's like, oh, I've had multiple people tell me that, like, yo, you should check out the Purge movies, they seem right up your alley. And I watched them and I was like, this bullshit is absolutely up my alley. Um, just because it's, yeah. like Fucking, it's a cool concept. Like, the whole notion of, like, yeah, we're just going to fucking skate the law for one day and fucking see what happens. <laughs>
1: It is an interesting idea,
2: and I'm sure like everyone's had this thought when they watch those movies, which is like, Would they work?
1: yeah, what would I do if they made uh, yeah. Purge day?
2: Uh, yeah, so it's like yeah, it's so it's like kind of a yeah it's it's a cool concept to like kind of play on of like what what would people do and shit like that, mhm, yeah, so it's it's cool, um yeah, i'm uh, yeah. <laughs> I I really want to see that new one now because those movies are real dumb and real cool. Um, yeah, I've and, always enjoyed them. So yeah, and Bloom hosted them. I I didn't know that either. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, these are totally these are fucking great. Like I I should not have waited that long to watch them because like they're totally up my alley of just like dumb. You're some person in with a fucking neon light face mask going on a rampage during fucking purge, and then fucking oh that guy that fights Captain America, Frank and he shows up with a fucking assault rifle and just goes to town. It's like, yeah. Okay. This this is about right. (laughs) This is perfect. Just blind, dumb fun, for sure. Oh, yeah. The only one that I didn't care for was the prequel one. The third one, I think, where it was like... It was, like, on Staten Island or something. And yeah, like, with, like, the drones and the low-income yeah, housing bullshit. Yeah. yeah that, that one didn't quite tickle my pickle. Yeah, that one I thought was pretty weak. Um, But, like, it was still dumb fun that I was, like, I, I still enjoyed it. But, like, the first three I thought were the best. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was very different than the other two, which is, like... Because the first one was almost this weird, like, horror thing for the first half of the movie. And then... Oh shit! What's his name? Why can't I think of it? The main guy in the first one.
1: Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I do know who you're talking about.
2: Um, and because I was like, "Hmm, this is a horror movie," and I was like, kind of on the vents about it. And then he like grabs a shotgun and he like starts mowing people down. And I was like, "Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we wanted." Um, yeah. But yeah, those movies are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I I really shouldn't have slept on those as long as I did. they are, they were a great time. Well, now you know. Yeah. And so then I checked out uh, Bosch on Amazon Prime. So the uh, the final season dropped, and that show is still very good. I still have yet to watch it. It's good. It's good. If you like kind of those kind of cop shows that are really well done, it's, uh, it's good. It's got a really good cast. Um, I believe they're based on a book like a best-selling crime book i think or something like that okay and uh yeah so they had their final season um which if you like Bosch, it's more that and they actually give a really satisfying like end to all the characters in that show which is always nice to see like all the characters you care about in that show actually got like a really good kind of finale like hey we're gonna close out these arcs in a really good way that makes sense for the characters yeah so like that part was nice like to actually have a show that like cares about its characters and where they end um and then they're also kind of setting stuff up uh because they're doing some Mm spin-offs for it so you kind of get backstory on what that's going to be and like seeing those tidbits of like what the spin-offs are going to be like i got excited for that because i was like oh i get like the Bosch character isn't done it's just that show was his kind of one of his arcs and now he's going to go do another arc yeah where he's not a cop and he's like a PI it's like I'm totally down for that um but yeah it's it's super nice um if you like those cop shows it's it's a really well done version of that so
0: hmm. yeah so
2: uh, season seven was the final one so right the so. show it's you got 70 episodes of it so yeah Jesus
0: because I think yeah, each season it's like ten episodes or something. Okay. Yeah. and then I checked out No Sudden Move, which is oh, who did this one? So I'm going to pull up the IDW. So it was Steven Sodenberg, so the oceans guy. Okay. Um, and I didn't hear about this
2: movie until I saw it. And it's got a really good cast. Don Cheadle, Anisio Del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, uh, Kieran Culkin, Julia Fox. And so it's like kind of this ensemble like piece um, or these guys are hired to like do a crime job and then it kind of does like the like oceans thing where it like slowly unravels what's going on behind the scenes and okay. like why they were hired and like people are fucking each other over constantly as they're figuring this out they're like actually I'm going to just kill this guy and take the money and then like that backfires and you slowly kind of like see kind of this whole like plots and what they're after unfold into like this kind of heist who done it and why they're doing it and it mm. was at, like it was really well done like it, like it was Super solid. I mean, Steven Sundberg is, he's a great director. So, I mean, there's. Like, yeah, no, I've
1: never heard of that, but I'll, uh, I'm already I can, intrigued. So, I've, I've added it to my list here.
2: Yeah. Like, I, I hadn't heard about it before until, like, it was like, I was looking at what movies were coming out and I was like, oh, shit. The guy who did Oceans and, you know, Traffic and all those movies, like, I was like, oh, shit. And it's kind of one of those. Um, Yeah, it's good. It's solid. It's a hmm. solid good time, you know it's got that like kind of oceans like oh shit I didn't I didn't see that coming where it's like they unravel the whole kind of thing yeah Rockstar cast um so if you're kind of looking for like one of those type of movies kind of like in the vein of like those ocean movies
0: or uh yeah definitely check it out alright it's added to the list mhm that's all I watched yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot, much
2: more than that either. Yeah.
0: And uh, as always, if you have a question
2: or anything like that, feel free to send it in at tuningthroughthestatic gmail dot com. And I'll catch you on the next one later.